Welcome back to Sugar Coated with AJ. I am here joined by my first guest ever. Hey, I'm Maggie. Tell us um, a little bit about yourself. Yeah, um, I am... I have no idea what to <laughs> You have a cat. <laughs> That's what everyone wants to hear. I have a little kitty. What's her name? Um, her name is Celeste, or Cece for short. Cute, cute. She is, I like to call her my little demon baby, because she's sweet, but she's also tears my arms up all the time. I see that. My God. <laughs> Holy crap. She kind of went to town the other day on me, but it's fine. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so what we're going to be talking about today is more focused on more of a helpful uh, episode, more of something more deep. Uh, the last episode was really fun, you know, to get to know me, but this one's going to be a little more focused on a heavier topic. So we're going to have a lot more episodes like this in the future. Uh, so today's broad theme is kind of... Is like toxic relationships and kind of how to like realize when you're in one and kind of how to like get out of it and you know, kind of put yourself first. Mm-hmm. And I picked you to do this episode because hearing your recent experience and hearing that story, I was like, holy fuck, like this is so similar to what I just went through mm-hmm. recently. And I just felt like such a connection to your story. And it made me want to share, you know, our stories and advice because this is a really difficult situation that I would say probably you go through at some point in your life. Like yeah. you will have that learning lesson relationship at least once or a few dozen times, but mm-hmm. you know, sometimes you don't even know it's a learning lesson until months after it. Yeah. Yeah. And it's one of those things where it's like, obviously, hopefully no one goes through it, but like it happens. It like, happens. And like you said, like, so like a lot, most of the time you don't know like that you're going through it until you're in the thick of it or until it's over sometimes even and you like kind of look back and you realize like can i swear <laughs> yeah you can <laughs> oh, swear like, you kind of realize like oh fuck like that was actually like so bad and like you said it was like talking to you about it and like kind of relaying it off you and like everyone else like made me realize like how bad of a situation it like it was. even made me realize like i was over it but i was like holy fuck like yeah. if i was telling myself this like while it was happening mm-hmm. i'd be like what the fuck am I doing? Yeah. Because just hearing that made me kind of more realize, like, why did I put up with some of the stuff that I did? Yeah. Like, you know, and God, I also want to talk about, um, we'll get to this later about mm. how, like, you know, you didn't feel like yourself anymore because mm. I really related to that. So remind me to come back to that because yes. that, I actually wrote that down too. Oh, so. perfect. Okay. <laughs> awesome. Because I feel like that's such a strong point. Yeah. Um, I guess for our first opening question is like, when do you kind of realize that it's been enough? Like you are at this breaking point in this toxic relationship. Yeah. I mean, I feel like there are so many, I mean, it's like such a gradual like process of realizing that. You know what I mean? Like there are like, I think so many little things that kind of build up to like the one moment where you're kind of like, Holy fuck. fuck, Like like, this is really bad. Like how did I get here kind Mm -hmm. of thing? Um, I feel like, when I, the thing that kind of like made me like kind of snap me into reality was like, I just had this like overall general feeling of like uneasiness and anxiety just all the time. Literally. Like no matter what I did. And I didn't know where it was coming from. Like Mm -hmm. I was just like, why? Like seemingly everything was like, should have been so good. But Mm -hmm. I was just like, so 
uneasy all the time to the point where like I couldn't even eat and like I think that was like suddenly I realized I was just like I'm not okay and I need to like get to the bottom of like why I'm not okay like I guess to tie that in like you lost yourself like you see like a version of you that no longer exists yeah and like it's almost like that hazy fog that's just like am I like really happy? Like I'm in this relationship. I have this, like I have friends, Mm -hmm. like what's the problem here? And it's kind of like that moment of questioning, like, am I being dramatic? Am I not understanding like what's happening? Am I just like being stupid? But it's like really that moment of like, Oh my God, it's this relationship that's causing me to feel this way. And you really have to put yourself outside of the relationship to see that. Yeah. I always think about um, what my friend said about the last relationship I went through and when I was deciding to end that was what would you do or what would you tell me if I was in your shoes or your sister was in Mm -hmm. your shoes? Mm -hmm. I'd be like, I'd fucking leave them. Like, like that's horrible. Horrendous. I would never want like my loved ones to go through that. (laughs) And that was like my moment of realization. Like, holy fuck, this is something I don't want. I'm not getting what I want. Like, you know, and I'm just sitting through this awful experience, kind of hoping that it would get better. Yeah. I think that's so important too, is like, because a lot of times, you know, when you're in a situation, it's so hard to like, kind of look at it objectively and so I think thinking about it in that way to be kind of like oh if my friend was going through this it kind of takes you out of the situation and makes you able to look at it more like objectively um and like I think that that's a big thing for like for a lot of people is like a really good way to kind of like you said like snap yourself back into reality because exactly like to think about it, like to take yourself out of the situation and think about it as if it were someone else that you care and love about, like you're going to probably go about it like way differently or have a different perspective on it that way. And being in like that situation, like, and then there's also like putting yourself out there, but then like out of the situation, but then also making these excuses. You can't like do that, which is so incredibly hard to do because Mm -hmm. like you're the one in the situation, you know the entire story. So it's kind of like, it's hard not to make excuses, but yeah. at the same time, is there, there shouldn't be excuses for the way you feel or like how that mm-hmm. person's treating you. Like it is what it is, especially if you've spoken and, you know, conversated about like the issues in the relationship and they're mm-hmm. still happening or like whatever is happening. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> oh boy. Sorry about that. <laughs> no, but that is like kind of tying into that like was a point i wanted to make um is about just like if you find yourself like hiding things or like not telling so your friends and your family things wrong. about your relationship that is a huge red flag because like if you're hiding something from your friends in order like because you don't want them to look at your partner differently or like you don't want them to look at your relationship differently that's a huge red flag that it that means there's something there that you really should be talking about no exactly because um, i remember too is like there were so many things that i just didn't say and i just kept it all like hidden and like piled it down until everything blew up and then i was sitting there telling like you guys and like all my friends everything and everyone was just like oh my god like if i had known like i, I was so like, shocked but like you know? also you can't like be too hard on yourself yeah, about that because definitely. again everyone's gonna learn this lesson and stuff and like you know not everyone is so easy to open up about stuff like that some people aren't very open about their relationships and stuff and that's completely understandable but you know 
sometimes you can't blame the person for not sharing like that stuff but you know you gotta come to that point of realization like you know i need help um this relationship isn't working and you know seek out those support groups like your friends your coworkers, your family in order to help you like see this bigger picture and help you out of that awful situation yeah and like that's not to say like there isn't like obviously there's things in relationships where like you keep private Mm -hmm. but like i think you know there are if like something happened where like it hurt you and it's like affecting you like long term or something or it's something like you're keeping it hidden purposefully so that your friends and family don't look at that person differently or like that's where you know something's yeah that definitely not right that is like such a red flag because like your friends and family want nothing but good things for you exactly and, and they so, want like, to see you be happy with yeah. someone and if you're like purposely like hiding this it's just not working yeah it's not going to be like good for anyone in that situation exactly um Mm -hmm. you got another point yeah um (laughs) let's see um i would say okay so this is another big thing is like if if you feel like you can't bring up something that's been bothering you without it turning into an argument Mm -hmm. uh is this with the partner yeah with your partner yeah that is a big red flag like if every time you bring up something that you know like it hurt you or you just are kind of like hey this this hurt me like i just wanted to talk to you about it and then all of a sudden it gets flipped on like back to you and all of a sudden you're in an argument and Mm -hmm. you're kind of like how did i get here exactly what how do we end up here now we're screaming at each other now you're storming out of my house about something that was just like so small exactly or like not even small but just like hey i want to like communicate this yeah yeah and like kind of like make our connection deeper like you know explain it help each other in a healthy way rather than you know repressing it and stuff um to add on to that kind of like something like i know you had this continuous theme too where you mentioned something that made you uncomfortable Mm -hmm. and your partner kept repeating the action right and when i went through a situation like that it made me feel like i was almost like being dramatic Mm -hmm. but there was a line that you know my partner kept crossing of i'm not respecting you know my partner's wishes and this is why he is acting like that Mm -hmm. but i just kept looking inside myself because i had to constantly bring up the same exact problem Mm -hmm. but every time it got worse and worse like why are you still on about this like blah 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 like you're making such a big deal and i would almost gaslight myself from his words into thinking maybe i'm just fucking crazy like into thinking that this is nothing yeah we've already talked about it he's doing his best to fix it Mm -hmm. god i know that i (laughs) i have like gotten through that exact reasoning in my head so many times and it's like i did you ever feel like every time you had to bring it up the same issue up again you're just like kind of more like exhausted every time and like just like tired i almost became more numb to it like when it would happen i became numb to it Mm -hmm. and that was also one of my realizations that you know it wasn't working out is Mm -hmm. like okay, if this happened, like, in the start of the relationship, I would flip a fucking table. But now I'm just, like, kind of just, like, typical behavior. Right. Which is not okay at all because I was coming to terms with accepting my partner is doing these actions and I'm just becoming okay with it because even though it's hurting me, they're never going to change. And I was just just accepting that as the fact. Yeah. Which I knew was incredibly fucked up to do to myself. So that was, like... Also, my other big jump of, hey, I need to end this now. Yeah. And it's like, at that point, it's like, you need to, like, put yourself first and, like, realize, like, 
you need to love yourself first. Like no matter how much you love this other person, like if they're not good for you, they're not good for you. And you need to like do whatever you need to do to make sure that you're okay above all else. And I know that that can be like really hard, like when you're in that situation. Um, you got to play the bad guy sometimes, yeah. you know, even though it's not really the bad guy and they're going to get hurt. Yeah. You got to play the bad guy for yourself. And that is not selfish at all. If they're hurt from you leaving this awful relationship that they keep causing like yeah. harm to you, like, and they're going to call you the bad guy, you know, just be like, fuck it. Yeah. I am the bad guy. You know, I kind of accepted that as a fact because when I brought it up, it seemed like out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. And to be honest, it kind of was out of nowhere. It was just a slow, constant buildup. Yeah. Because they were like, I don't even understand, you know, why he's doing this, like, blah, blah, blah. But, you know, he failed to realize, like, it was point after point after mm-hmm. point, a gradual slope going up of all these reasons. And it was the absolute breaking point for me. Yep. And I think that's huge because it's like, if you don't, if it is all these little things that keep like coming up or whatever, and you keep kind of like forgiving them every single time, exactly, they're yeah. going to kind of, and it might not even be intentional, but they're going to kind of start like pushing the boundaries and see kind of like how far no, can I take this? And they're going to atone to that behavior yeah. of like, it's okay. Like they'll be mad at me for a few days and they'll forgive me. And that's what would happen mm-hmm. at least with me. Like it would just like all of a sudden, like we've talked about it. Yeah. So therefore it's fixed right. and no action needs to be done. Yeah. And that blew my mind yeah. that that was a literal pattern. As long as we talked about it, no actions needed to be done. Yeah. Well, and that like was a big thing, like in my past relationship that was like, every time I had to bring up the same thing again, um, like I remember like, um, my partner would literally be like, I don't know, like why you keep bringing this up like i don't know what more i can do for Mm -hmm. you no literally and like and like they would say like i don't like you're not seeing like what i am doing for you and all this stuff and i just remember being like what are you talking about like Like, trying to pin like i'm doing this so forget about this awful act i'm doing like it was literally like you know i mean like like they were talking about like he like he was like i don't feel like you're seeing like all the things that i'm doing which kind of was like doing like helping out with work around the house but i was like okay but i'm talking about like our relationship our relationship and big things about like like boundaries and trust and respect between us and if i'm not seeing change in that area that counts that i've had to like bring up to you and talk to you about like multiple times like i appreciate the other things but honestly like to be frank like none of that fucking matters if the biggest thing isn't being addressed and like actual change isn't happening like doing the dishes around your house like living that he was living there rent free and doing the dishes and taking out the trash if you're living in someone else's space that's just respect yeah that's not you shouldn't be asked to do that if you're the one making a mess like in someone else's home like clean that shit up like you shouldn't be rewarded and get a gold star for like doing your fucking part yeah And, and it's like yeah it, like that's so true and it is it's like i did appreciate it you know what i mean like it's not like i'm unappreciative or i'm not noticing it but it's just kind of like it wasn't what you're asking to yeah that's work not on. what i'm asking for and like i'm asking you to like not talk to other people yeah, <laughs> yeah, i'm like these are very different i did like, the dishes separate. forgive me oh my god i did the dishes no. you have to forgive me now like honestly <laughs> And so, like, that is just, like, a, like was such a big thing for me. And, like, honestly, that made me realize, like, 
this God, is like, pathetic. What are you talking about? <laughs> Literally. Like, like, I feel like I'm arguing with myself now, or like I'm like the only one fighting for this relationship now because like I feel like I bring something up to you and you just start suddenly the subject we're on something else completely. And it's like it it honestly felt like It's honestly a tactic just yeah. to move from like, you know, different conversations well, change the topic. Well, you did this. To deflect. Yeah. It deflect. No, it's exactly like deflect. A defense mechanism. Um but then that means that it's that much more important to talk about it. And to relate to like the deflecting thing, like I was being like, when I would bring a problem to the table, Mm -hmm. they would like bring up something that wasn't even relevant to our relationship that Mm -hmm. I did when we weren't together. That somehow affected where we are now of like who I've talked to before that has nothing to do with our relationship now. Mm -hmm. And would bring that up to use against me in an argument where I was asking them, hey, can you not talk to this person because they asked you to cheat on me on me with you? Like, oh my God. I was just like, what, what are you talking about? Like, you, yeah. why are you bringing something from the past when there was a problem in front of us? Like, yeah. <laughs> like, that's like one of those situations, like, if you kind of like find yourself asking like, oh my God, like, how did I get here? Like, this is an insane thing to be like saying or like an insane thing to be even no, asking. Like, I shouldn't be having to ask you not to like do (laughs) these stupid absurd things that's just like we're in a relationship i hope you know what it means to like be like i guess i guess everyone has a different you Mm -hmm. know definition of relationship but like when you set those boundaries and stuff of what your relationship is and that person's like going outside the box left and right like turn the box fucking upside down like yeah and you're asking like just the most absurd things like hey could you not cheat on me (laughs) like there's definitely something like not going right i don't know in the other person's head or like i don't know it's something there is like not right and it needs to be like addressed i know. know i yeah it's such a hard it's it is hard to like realize you're in a toxic relationship because you know you can you're you are so infatuated with the person you know what i mean like you like you're in this honeymoon phase and like you're like i am so happy or whatever but then like it's almost like you have to start convincing yourself that you are yeah. because also like it's so true that you look back at the person that they were in yeah. the start of the relationship and you know it's kind of you're making the excuses mm-hmm. like you know oh they're just going through a rough time right now oh maybe i'm not communicating that yes. well you know maybe we're just everyone has rough times like blah 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 maybe we're just going through that no yeah. like you know once you start making those excuses for weeks and then months mm-hmm. it's like okay Mm-hmm. There is clearly something wrong here. Oh my god, I like <laughs> relate to that so much because I just remember thinking like, because it was it was like I'm like oh he's just going through like a really rough time right now like I want to be there for him that's what you do in a relationship like you are there for your partner yes and I just kept thinking like it was so good in the beginning like we'll get back there again like mm-hmm. it's gonna be fine and it's just like you know on the third or fourth month of it <laughs> not being any better you it's kind like, of have to like look at you in the mirror and be like hey. <laughs> what's going on where's this gonna like, go and um, then you gotta put that in like long context because if you're like in it to yeah. like be in it forever it's just like that also makes you realize like oh my god like how many of these long ups and downs are we gonna go through right. for us to like be good yeah. you know and yeah. finally be solid and also like think about it like in like perspective of the like like in my case like we started having issues like on like month you know, like month six, like it, Mm -hmm. like it was in the grand scheme of things, 
not like the longest term relationship ever. And so like, if I'm already having like all of these issues, like so early on and it's different for everyone, but it's like, that's, we're not going to last long term. Like, especially if there were dramatic issues as like, as big as they were, it's definitely not going to work out, especially when this person can't respect a simple boundary of, Hey, can you not like talk to other people like that? Yeah. I think like if, like a good maybe kind of rule of thumb is like if it's taking more out of you than like like if it's negative negatively affecting you more than it's positively affecting you it's not worth it especially after that long you know then it's just kind of like it wasn't meant to be and it probably is never going to be meant to be as long you know even if the person is you know showing the slightest bit of improvement like you know and there's like another Mm -hmm. excuse like oh they did this different Mm -hmm. the other week but they still did it this week, the other thing, you know, it's kind of yeah. like, there's things that take time mm-hmm. and there are things that can be stopped at once. Yeah. And when you realize that there is a divide between that, it's kind of just like, okay, this person's just taking advantage of my kindness yeah. and forgiveness. They don't need to learn mm-hmm. to not keep making mistakes. Like there are mistakes that can be stopped at once yep. and there are mistakes that sometimes don't but especially when it comes to boundaries in a relationship Mm -hmm. that is an all stop i will stop this now if this makes you uncomfortable or i'm gonna keep doing this so we need a breakup you know it's it's just the ultimatum of that right i think like i wanted to mention like another thing that i heard one time that like did help me like realize like i heard it when i was like towards the end of my relationship and Mm -hmm. it really helped me was like the way like Think about the way a person makes you feel when you're in their presence, but more importantly, when you're not in their presence, because like your person or like people that are good for you in your life, Mm -hmm. you're going to feel like calm and at peace and happy. Like even if you're not in their presence, but like, for example, like my past relationship, when I was with my partner, I felt like more calm and at ease when I was away from them. Always on, yeah, like like, on 10 all the goddamn time, like never, like never calm, never peaceful. And so then I was like, it's like, honestly, almost like an addiction where you're like, you just want to be back with that person because you can't take this feeling. Yeah. Give me the vape. Yeah. yeah, (laughs) I need my fucking cigarette. (laughs) Um, And I think too, honest, like to probably be honest, it's like a lot of that probably does come from like trust issues from boundaries being crossed. Because you you can't trust them to be alone. Yeah. You're like, I only feel calm when I'm around them because then I have an eye on them and I know what they're doing, which like, that's not healthy. You know, if you like constantly need to be keeping tabs on your partner. Um, I'm going to expose this really quick. Yeah. (laughs) Um, We did become both you and I kind of like the crazy, you know, boyfriend Mm -hmm. slash girlfriend. Mm -hmm. Um, And I will admit that I did um, do crazy stuff, like always checking location Mm -hmm. and like, you know, when you're answering me, like, and when you're not and like who you're with, because there was, you know, those other characters, Mm -hmm. those other issues and like ways you portrayed me that never got forgotten because you never, you know, learned to like not do those things. Yeah. So now, like you said, like Mm -hmm. when I was away from that person, it was constant anxiety. Mm-hmm. Like I couldn't go to bed until they were home. Yeah. I couldn't like, you know, I, it just, I needed to make sure like, you know, this person that they were hanging out with wasn't trying to make moves on them yeah. and they were going to accept the moves. Like I was just constantly filled with these endless bizarre possibilities, but yeah. that were also so real possibilities yeah. because 
these trust issues weren't being fixed. Mm -hmm. And, you know, sometimes I proved my anxiety, right? Which just pissed me off more. But It only fuels the fire. It only fuels the fire of, like, I can't trust you to be alone. Yeah. And that's where it's also, like, this is not not how this is supposed to be. Like, now I'm getting fucking crazy. Yeah. And I shouldn't be fucking crazy. Like, you know? Like, if I'm even, like, like, I remember, like, I would get worried, like, even when my partner was, like, just at work. And I'm like, why am I like anxious? Like literally they're at work. Like what could possibly be happening? But then these scenarios kick in and it's just like, you can't because those situations in the past were not fixed, Mm -hmm. not talked about. There wasn't a resolve or, you know, I'm going to do this instead. So I don't ever make you feel like this again. And you know, that's a long term. Yeah. And to bring back kind of like what I said of like, you know, talking about those arguments and bringing up stuff Mm -hmm. from the past um, I was, I will admit here as well, bringing up stuff from the past to use that in my defense, but only because those things weren't resolved, you know, right. and like, kind of like that slow incline yeah. up that hill. Yep. It was just peg by peg up, up, up mm-hmm. till the breaking point where I realized, yo, this is just not going to work. Yep. Like it is not. Yeah. I like, it's such a hard, like thing to kind of like you said like like play the bad guy and kind of be like hey like you are constantly i I mean when you are being kind of forced almost to bring up the same thing over and over and over again because it's never getting resolved you feel like the bad guy and the other person's gonna make you feel like the bad guy because they're like hey we've talked about this so many times like yeah i don't need to just let this go like but it's like honestly you can't especially if it's something so detrimental like cheating yeah and you're like still making your partner like feel really insecure or not giving them your trust but you want the relationship to work yeah it's really hard to be in those shoes and be able to let go of something like that because Mm -hmm. you are walking into this relationship trusting this person wholeheartedly as your lover yeah and you know that's the most fucked feeling ever to get cheated on yeah and it's just kind of like, how could you like do that? Like, how could you not respect that one boundary? And how do you keep breaking it? Like, are you even in this for me anymore? Or like, are you just here because you're bored? Yeah. Cause like you think of it, you're like, I would never do that to you. So like, how can you love me that same way? If you did this to me and keep doing it and keep doing it. And like, with no like why is there still deceit why is there still lying like that is just like fundamentally like you don't respect me like in this relationship even like like as a a person in those situations actions speak so incredibly loud compared to words like i that is probably the boldest example of actions versus words like because in those apologies when they do apologize Mm -hmm. like I will change this. I will do that. Yeah. Okay, let's see you do it and not keep doing this for the eighth, ninth time in a row. Yeah, I think that's so important is like, too, is like the apology and the like, if you do decide to kind of work on it and because like, that's what I did. Like, I was like, I, you know what? I do really love like my partner. Like, I think I believe that he loves me. Like, I think if the love and the respect is truly there, like we can work on this. We can and make no, this work. That is so incredibly true. Yeah, but I think like, And, you know, you can do that. Like, there are a lot of relationships where things as serious as cheating happens and people work Work on it it and move through it. Because both people are pulling the same weight, you know, and they actually want to resolve that problem, you know. But it takes two people. It It doesn't take one. It takes both of you. if, If anyone ever does find themselves, like, in that position, I think it's so important to, like, 
take the apology with a grain of salt and like, like you can accept it and like work on it. But yeah, be watch, be like careful, be like, you know, like, don't, I mean, don't like be on your partners, like every move and all this stuff, but like, be careful. Um, like don't, just jump right back into it right away. Like you need to sit back and watch for a little bit and make sure change is actually happening. Like kind of like almost on probation. Like, you no, know what I mean? no, like, I, you know, and that is so incredibly valid. Like, it's funny that you say that, but it is so true because cheating is a very, very like you hard cross the line. Yeah. Like, do you want to be in this relationship? You right. do have to almost test the person, not be like fucking crazy about it, but like you really have yeah. to earn my trust back. Yeah. Like I, we agreed that this is going to be a monogamous relationship. Yeah. Like you are like my one and only like, you know, but I can't catch you talking to other people, yeah. flirting with other people, sexting other people like yeah. X, Y, and Z or, you know, yeah, just, and like trust is something that really does take a long time and a lot of hard work to build back. And like, you know, you may find you, you, you can be like, I want to try this, but you may find that you can't do it in the end. That's what happened in my situation. I was just like, you know what? I don't think I can get over this. I don't think I ever can like rebuild this trust. Um, and you know, that's completely valid. You know, I, I am all for like, forgive and forget, but like, you know, you know, forgive and never forget it's, you know, forgive the other person for yourself. You know, just don't hold on to that anger and stuff, but know that maybe, this person is not for you and accept that as that and you know move on like especially if you know deep down that this is something you're never gonna let go of which personally i don't think i'd ever be able to let go of like it's a very hard feeling to even shake off to know that you know someone close to you kind of betrayed you it's just like well i view you incredibly differently now Mm -hmm. but you know if we want to put in the effort i will try and i did try yeah i did try to put in that effort but it just was something I could also not look past on. Yeah. And it was something I kept using in future arguments yeah. as an also lever towards my argument, right. you know? And it's, it's hard. Cause like, I want to also say like a lot of times, like be like going back to like kind of on probation, like put your partner on probation is like a lot of the times they will, you know, in my situation, it was, you know, for the next like week or two, things were fine. Things were good. And I was like, Oh my God, we're doing great. Things are back to normal. But then, you know, once they, you're like, the person feels comfortable and they're like, Oh, we are back to normal. Sometimes they're going to just start going back and do it again. Exactly. It's just like, it was, I forgot when you were first explaining it. It, It's just like a mountain, like up and down of like, okay, we're at our lowest. So I'm going to do my best behavior so Mm -hmm. you can forgive me, go down, up and down. And it's just a slow repeat of, you know, this back and forth behavior yeah until eventually you realize like you know what i can't do this anymore and like sometimes like you know and it's hard because you're like i love this person Mm -hmm. like i genuinely do but this isn't the same person that i fell in love with like this is a different version of this person or maybe this is this person but it just took me this long to get to realize it but like you know at some point you got to realize like okay i love you but now i have to like love you from a distance and i have to like love myself more than i love you like i need to put myself first i need to get out of this and like that's a hard a really really hard thing to even like realize and like admit to yourself let alone like Mm -hmm. put into action and do because there should always be some kind of like incline in the relationship in a healthy way not you know if you literally look at the 
span of a relationship like on a graph yeah. and like the emotional like um well-being of both partners like yeah. it should be like a soaring it should be a soaring line yeah. like into the sunset yeah. um hopefully but you know Obviously, there are gonna, gonna be ups and downs yeah in life, yeah but, but like, they shouldn't be a constant repeat of yeah. this slope yeah. and it shouldn't be these like extreme highs and extreme lows like that is you know, if you're if you find yourself saying like when it's good it's really good, when it's bad it's really bad. That's probably that's, that, that's <laughs> what's happened probably more than three or four times. Um, like it should never be those extremes. It should be like overall like pretty even and like moving in a positive direction. No, exactly. Like have a conversation. How can I fix this? How can I work on this? Yeah. How can you work on this? How can you help with this? And then continue to soar. Yeah. You know. And I think maybe to put like a positive spin on it is like to kind of make sure you're not falling into toxic relationship patterns is to kind of make sure you're still staying your own person and like doing the things you like to yes, do. That tie in. Let's yeah. talk about that. <laughs> like, like I, you know, found myself like towards the end of the relationship. I, you know, or I got out of it and I was just kind of like, Oh my God, I haven't done the things I like to do. Listen to the music I like to listen to. Like I just really like lost myself. Like I hadn't hung out with my friends in a really long time. Like, and it was one of those realizations of like, oh my God, I lost myself in this relationship. And so like, it's hard because you want to spend all your time with your partner. Exactly, you get yeah. so excited. And I, that's like healthy on some level. Like you are going to like want to you know, spend a lot of time. With independence him. is, yeah. you know, also very important. It's so important. And so like, keep like, make, like actually like schedule time out in your day, in your week to like do the hobby you like to do to spend time with yourself to just like sit with yourself um hang out with your friends like actively like hang out with them make plans with them um because you know obviously in a relationship you like are working together and you're kind of a unit but you're two individuals coming together you to complement each other yeah. you complement each other you're not yeah. like a package yeah um when i was going through you know the final stages of you know realizing like mm -hmm this is it this is the end like yeah. um i was just well coming out of that you know relationship and then hearing your story a few mm -hmm. months later about how similar it was yeah. and then finally starting to get myself back into my hobbies of you know also simple things like putting myself on a normal sleep schedule yes. now yeah i am not sacrificing my sleep to be with this person mm -hmm. i'm not sacrificing my hours at work i'm not mm -hmm. sacrificing my hours to school yep. or time to myself yeah I have learned probably the biggest lesson is that I missed being alone. Mm -hmm. You know, I missed my independence so yes. bad. Like, and I'm just so happy to kind of have that back that I have, you know, a big chunk of time of my day to myself. I love hanging out with you guys yeah. and my friends, but I also really enjoy being alone. Yeah. And I hadn't done that in months. Yeah. I hadn't been sleeping normal in months. Like I was getting probably four or five hours of sleep so mm -hmm. I can be with them and then go to work yeah. and then you know i just like i was not making art for my enjoyment i had barely picked up anything i just wasn't i wasn't going on walks like i just yeah. like was just dedicating all my free time to this one person yeah. and that completely made me lose myself and i'm just like hearing yeah. you explain your story made me realize how much i've like fixed myself since that mm -hmm. since that and I'm just like so happy. I really hope that you're like, I see that you're yeah. on that gradual slope of yeah. getting to back to who you were, you know? It's like, even just like literally sitting here, like hearing you say that, like it, it makes me feel good to like be able to like, that you can relate to that feeling of like, just getting back to yourself. And it, like, I remember literally like, 
the day after the breakup, like the weeks after, I just started going on drives just because I could. <laughs> like I was just, I was literally just like, oh my God, I just have time yeah, to myself. Exactly. And I can just do whatever I wanted to do because it was, it was that exact same thing. It was like, I was sacrificing my sleep. I was like getting four hours of sleep. I was, you know, staying over at their house, waking up at four o'clock in the morning to, to go get to, to work. work. Like, like, literally, it's just like, like so um, exhausting. And like, it's <laughs> like, it is, you don't almost like, you don't honestly realize like how much, like you kind of have lost yourself until you're out of it. But it's like, it's those little things of just like, literally oh my God. those little parts of you that make you, you yeah even for yourself and yourself only you can lose that yeah. you know and it was it was honestly just it's so freeing to just be like i would get off work and i'd be like oh my god i can just go home and i can just chill i, can I don't chill. have to meet up with this person i don't have to like i'm lay just laying in bed, bed for a little yeah, exactly. while like, I don't, and like no one's pressuring me to like get up and go be doing things and um that was so nice and i like i really did like um it helped like when I was like at the breakup and everything was happening and I was like telling you and like everyone about it, like, and kind of relating to you and hearing you, you know, that was when you got into your, like your stained glass and all this stuff. Yeah. And I just remember thinking like, that's like so inspiring. It was just like, oh, you like Maggie. dove into like this new, like, I mean, I used it low know? key as like a, you know, way to distract myself. Yeah. But also I just found like this, like I used that, you know, and put my kind of like, time from like yeah. thinking about this negative relationship and like these negative relationships in my life and putting that effort into this new mm-hmm. me I want yeah. to discover this new person who is still passionate about mm-hmm. art who is still passionate about being creative like yeah. <laughs> <excuse> me, <laughs> I just like it was so nice to have something to put that energy yeah. in and you were just talking about earlier like finding a new hobby or yeah. craft that is such a beautiful way to like recover from like such Mm -hmm. a horrible relationship is just something to put energy into and see like a final product of and i feel like art is just like the perfect like it is because you you can like you know you channel all that energy into something and at the very end you have this like beautiful thing that like you made exactly like oh my god like (laughs) and then other people like other people might like it too and then it makes puts a smile on someone else's face exactly and And that could be poetry like writing like or just like sharing art you know like a book a book is art you know reading a good book and sharing it with someone and putting your time and effort into that like there are healthy and unhealthy ways to bounce back but Mm -hmm. i would say art is always going to be a healthy way to bounce back from something like that yeah just diving into like really like whatever it is like that is your passion and like you know just like really like channeling all of your energy into that because it's a good way to find yourself because it's your roots yeah roots Roots? Roots. Roots. I'm, you know. Roots. Potato, potato. Yeah. <laughs> tomato, tomato. <laughs> but, but yeah, I just, I like wanted to say that because I really did like in these last couple of months, like being able to kind of like see how you turned your situation into something so beautiful, like has been really inspiring for me and oh, like Maggie. really is like, <laughs> like has like helped me a lot. So you I'm, helped me you too, know, hearing your story, <laughs> you know, I got a girlie who went through the exact same you shit. Know, we're all in this together. It's <laughs> true. We both got our horrible lesson at the same time. <laughs> you know, but you got to go through sometimes, sometimes you got to go through it to Liz- be on the other side. No, exactly. And, and person, like, it does. Honestly. And now we go into relationships now with full expectations of what, you know, could happen, shouldn't happen, yeah. X, Y, and Z, what we like, what we don't like, because I feel like you know, you do have to have a negative relationship. You know, 
I don't know how people do it. They find their first and only lover. It's like, yeah. boom. I'm like, Honestly, what? Honestly, they get so lucky. Like, I'm like... The high school lovers is so true. Yeah. Like, my aunt and uncle, never like, a problem. That is so wild to me. Because I think, like, honestly... Like, if I had stayed with my first boyfriend... <laughs> oh, my God. Like, I'd be dead. <laughs> I would for real be so screwed. Like, I... I, Imagine if you only got to choose one lover each no, life. <laughs> you think I'm supposed to trust like 17 year old me to make that decision? Like that is not happening. I can't You're even trust so 22 year old me. Oh my god! Like, I literally, I don't know how I would like everything I've learned about what I can tolerate in relationships. Like what I can't like everything has come from past relationships and so like and that could be romantic <laughs> or not yeah you know like, and that's so true anything. these are like learning times like when yeah. i see when people say that like when i was like 17 or 18 like, like what are you your 20s, your, your <laughs> early 20s is gonna be the most like learning experience of your life but it's so true it and i like i'm about to turn 21 but like you know i've already experienced like you're gonna meet so many people coming and going yeah. and like they are literally gonna throw a little lesson at you. Yeah. They're gonna be a lesson character. Yep. And like you just take that yeah. and you learn from it. And that is so real. And I feel like everyone should go about their day like to learn something from someone. Yeah. Good or bad, yeah. like negative or not. That is so real. And like being like maybe this person was just literally just meant to be in my life for a lesson. Exactly. Because, like, and I, be great like yeah, be grateful i'm not saying be grateful for, for like toxic know, relationships but like yeah, when you come out of that situation be like like i said like like you learned what you don't yeah. want anymore you yeah. know we shouldn't live our lives regretting that because we are gonna go through yeah. that time where it's like hard to leave that spot right so yeah but i think like um like realizing like oh maybe this person was just a lesson to me because I think for me at least personally I don't know if other people do this but I tend to like be like oh my god this is my person like this is like I think everyone where, no, you know, everyone thinks that when they're like you know but it's like so when it ends it's so hard to let it go because you're like oh my god but I thought this was my person but when you kind of realize it's like oh this person still was meant to be in my life and maybe was my person for a time but like ultimately not forever you know? you know they were not meant to be in my life forever they were meant to be they there still. to teach you a lesson exactly. you know and that's and just how you kind of got to take it it's for the plot it's for the plot it's, it's for the character development it's for the season finale <laughs> <laughs> all right i think i'm gonna cut off this episode i would love to have you back because i feel like we could talk about this topic for hours uh, yeah, for real could. so i might just label this as part one yes. because we could go on and on so much more to say but i'm so glad you were here today to share your story and we could connect i really hope yeah. that you guys um took something from this you know that is the point of this podcast like we do mm -hmm. not sugarcoat our stories you know we're gonna say the truth we're gonna say it blatantly but i really hope you guys picked up something um if you guys are ever in a situation like this or it sounds like you're in a situation like this talk to a trusted friend mm -hmm. you know not to be like parent psa but like <laughs> talk to a parent someone you trust like yeah. because honestly hearing that different perspective if someone's been telling you hey i think you're in a really you know bad mm -hmm. spot bad relationship like i you're not the person you used to be you know kind of open up to that yeah. and like realize hey maybe this isn't what it's all chalked up to be in my head you know yeah but stay kind y'all so true thank <laughs> uh, you for thank, having me on of course thank you maggie <laughs> yes. lots of love everyone i'll see so you guys much. on the next one yeah bye, bye. <laughs>